What's up, it's your pal, Wenchy Kistoticus, and this is The Bar is Low. Every episode, we take a look at a fanfiction or collection of fanfictions, and these can be either good, bad, or in between, but mostly, they're bad. So I thought we'd talk about Disney's classic era princesses. I didn't want to give Snow White, Cinderella, and Sleeping Beauty all their own episodes, because I don't think most people these days are ranking those movies as their top Disney films. I know I'm not, but they're still worth talking about. I mean, Evil Stepmother, that sounds like a perfect setup for y'all freaks to write your incest porn. Generally, just powerful evil women, like people are gonna be all over that. I mean, I gotta say it's my shit, I like powerful women, especially when they're evil and will kill me. And if there wasn't porn about Snow White getting gangbanged by the Seven Dwarves, I was ready to like throw down my podcasting hat and storm off, but there is. The internet pulled through for me. Today's fucked up meter rating is a 10 out of 10 for violent rape and pseudo incest. Basically, uh, stepmother, stepdaughter shit. I'm gonna do two fix for each movie, starting with Snow White, moving on to Sleeping Beauty, and finishing on Cinderella. Unlike what we usually do, I'm not gonna really move through stuff in the order of least to most fucked up. It's kinda all over the place because I just wanted to keep each movie's fix together. So let's ruin some more childhoods, boomers' childhoods, this time. Fuck yeah. So in this first fic, the evil queen marries Snow White because it's an easier way to secure power than like by marrying her father. It's it's the premise that just exists for the sweet, sweet wedding night smut. We know it, the author knows it. It wouldn't be allowed under medieval law. It doesn't even make that much sense. Blood porn. So there are like dudes who have to serve as witnesses of their consummation because, oh my God, you guys, like how do lesbians have sex? How do they fuck? Some horny medieval guys want to find out and probably jerk off to it. Well, as we learned in the Frozen Dicks, our episode, a better question is how do lesbians stop having sex? So first they like make out in front of these various anonymous witnesses. Is this a thing? Is this a thing that people like watch newly married couples fuck to make sure they consummated the marriage? Cause that's mad creepy. I gotta hand it to this author, there isn't that much for me to make fun of here. It's fairly well written, and y'all know how rarely I say that about any sort of smut. The queen is acting a nice balance between a horny thought and being kind of reassuring to a nervous Snow White. So Snow White sees that bulge between the queen's legs though, and the queen gets naked to reveal a big ol' strap on that probably makes some of the men watching feel very inadequate because Snow White can't even wrap her whole hand around it. Hey OP, thanks for remembering that lesbians can use strap-ons and don't arbitrarily need to have dicks. Cause I think I've seen more food porn than that with strap-ons. Which is pretty ridiculous in my opinion. But also like the strap-ons made of wood and you know I don't trust like that. I mean like pussy splinters? No thanks, I'm a pass. Eh, I'm sure that's someone's fetish because as we'll learn later in this episode, shoving ginger roots up your ass is a thing. So yeah, the queen shoves that whole thing up there. She wasn't even sure if it was gonna fit, but what was she gonna do? Was she gonna fuck with a micro dick in front of all her subjects? Who wants a ruler with small dick energy? Snow White is McFreakin' losing it, and when the queen gets going, she just goes even wilder. Like, we got that stupid stomach bulge bullshit where the queen can, like, feel the dildo's outline in, in her stomach because I have fuck you, Megadong. Quote Snow White's virgin whimpers have become a whore's moan. <laughs> okay. So, like, both of them melt really fast. I don't know what's up with that. And then they, come on, guys. They use the S word, seed. Even though there's nothing to do with cum in this fake, like the queen's like, I'm just imagining this fake dick nutting inside her. And then, but it does end like almost wholesomely. Like the queen is really into ruling, but she's also like pretty caring here. She's like, yes, we are wives. Maybe we'll have a good future together. And it doesn't feel like Snow White was 
coerced. Like, it feels like she wanted this. Overall, the writing was better than average, but it still had some of my pet peeves. So that frustrated me because I actually could have liked this. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Moving on. I know that I already said in the intro that I was gonna be so pissed if there was no smut of Snow White getting gangbanged by the Seven Dwarves, but I really have to emphasize that. The internet pulled through for me, and you know what? I really appreciate that. Like, this shit was just waiting to happen. Even Shrek made a joke about it. Although she lives with seven other men, she's not easy. Give it up for Snow White. Like, this fic isn't just one sex scene. It's like little slices of the gangbang orgy life. Like, of course, it shows us how this all started. And it's with Snow White reading the Dwarves a Bedtime story when Happy gives her a little titty kiss. And she's like, oh, and she's into it. And she takes off her shirt. She's got like two of them on her titties and two of them licking her pussy. One of them licking her ass and one of them in her mouth. I know what you're thinking. That's just six dwarves when she kissed Lodicus. No, Bashful just likes to watch because, you know, that feel when people can tell you're into voyeurism just from your name. So this becomes like a thing they do on most nights. This week is really talking about how little all their dicks are. And you know what? It's a nice change from the usual monster cock bullshit I constantly see. Snow White doesn't care either. They got mouths, she got a mouth. Penetrative sex ain't their main thing. But anyway, let me read some excerpts for y'all because, uh, wow. Okay, quote, she would devour his sweet little sacks. Just describing balls as sweet and little and devouring them. That. That just sounds very violent to me. Quote, Sometimes Snow White would long to set down a hearty midday meal for her little ones. Okay, that sounds like she's fucking her kids. And then, after eating, lie down like a mother sow and watch them squirm and bite to suckle at her teeth. Her only lament was that she had only two to offer them. Please never compare yourself to a pig or use the phrase suckle at her teeth when you're trying to be sexy. Just please don't. This paragraph then continues. On rare occasion, when rough play rendered her nipples too sore for their affection, Snow White would push her breasts together, creating a tight cavity for them to sheathe their little cocks, and they would rut until they came all over her neck and the underside of her chin. Sometimes their rutting turned competitive because if their sprays happened to reach Snow White's lips, she made a lavish display of licking her mouth and moaning as if it was the most delectable nectar in the forest. And to her, it was. Oh my god, the most delectable nectar in the forest. Just just end me, will you? Quote, Happy would fall asleep across her bare tummy, but his head would migrate southward in his sleep, and without waking, he would make beautiful love to her clit. <laughs> oh, how my man Happy really out here eating pussy in his sleep. Quote, Sometimes they were naughty dwarves, like the night they hid Snow White's nightgown. She was very cross. She stood them in a line and smacked their bare bottoms with the flat side of her hairbrush. Then she leaned back on the headboard, legs open wide, knees bent. She gave them strict orders not to touch themselves or her, and they watched with desperate eyes as she fucked her cunt with the handle of the hairbrush. After coming, she tossed the hairbrush on the bed, and they pounced on it like a pack of puppies, flicking the handle clean of her taste. Uh, oh my god, what? They pounced on it like a pack of puppies. Yeah, okay. That's, uh... People wrote this. Apparently the doors also fuck each other and, like, form little anal sex conga lines. I didn't know that buggering was a synonym for having anal sex, but it seems that even after almost 100 episodes of this show, I'm still learning new things. They form, like, little circles of suck, if you will, which is a reference to the first Dixar episode of the same name, Circle of Suck, which, oddly enough, is a Cars-themed episode, not a Lion King one. 
But nerdy talking this fig is also, it's something else. Snow White will be saying like, oh my, you are such a sweet little darling. And you want me to shove my whole fist up your ass? Don't you, you little slut. Like back to back, dead ass. So, uh, thanks for writing this, I guess. Someone had to do it. Someone really did have to do it to him. There was like another one that I considered covering where she was like their sex slave. But I like this one better, even though there were little phrases in here that I was like, why would anyone ever put this into words? The English language is not meant to be used in this way. So we're going to move on to Sleeping Beauty now. And out of the three movies, we'll be spending the least amount of time on it. This one's just called True Love's Kiss Wasn't Enough. And I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Prince Philip's kiss isn't enough to wake up the princess, so he has to fuck her unconscious body. PSA! If he fucks your unconscious body, that is rape and he is not your true love. An unconscious person cannot consent. Even kissing someone while they sleep who you're like not in a relationship with, that's creepy as hell my dude. I don't get why that's been a trope since basically forever, but either way, I find this premise funny in a fucked up way. The writing itself wasn't really that interesting, which is why I didn't go into detail, but the idea, again, like someone had to do it to him. She doesn't wake up until he nuts in her, and we don't really get to see the aftermath or her reaction. So yeah, um, good luck recovering from that one, buddy. You're gonna need it. Fucking, of course, the Sleeping Beauty fandom attracts all the somnophiliacs. It was practically tailor-made for them. Oh, God. So this next one is going to be the only narration of the day. I'm just going to read it because it manages to fit a lot of fucked up into not so many words. This is an AU where Maleficent is a dragon. I think that's really all the context you need. Let's just read it because holy fuck. Okay. Maleficent briefly lets the boy think he's one, as if he could ever best a being so far beyond humanity's magicless, rudimentary perception of the universe. Then she drops her illusion of defeat and shows him the inconsequentiality of his attempted heroism. With barely a thought, she shatters his sword, crumples his shield, knocks him to his knees, and strips him bare. Even then, he remains defiant. Angered, Maleficent decides to communicate with him in the language men only heed when it is turned against their own bodies. He'd arrived, demanding a mate, and a mate she'll provide. She presses him further down until he's flat on his belly on the stones. She's implacable, but almost gentle, not so much as scratching the porcelain smooth skin of his back. It's one final moment of false hope for him before the thorny brambles jump to her bidding and tie him in place. He's so busy struggling, he doesn't notice the wave of magic she sends through him, granting the cursed blessing of altering his body just enough to survive what's coming. He probably believes it's his own own hardiness and fortitude, which keep him from tearing apart as she opens his nether eye with deepening jabs of her spiked tail. Maleficent continues until he's stretched wide and begging for death. You know who's begging for death? It's me. Then she spreads her scoots apart and presses her vent to his. The real fun begins as the first egg of thousands slowly slides into its new home. A fulfilling few days later, she breaks Aurora's cursed sleep herself because the boy is in no fit state to do so. Maleficent can't wait to see the look on the princess's face when she sees the prince with spirit broken and belly swollen and possibly huge with eggs which will soon awaken without any kissing needed. Kay! So, someone wrote that and was like, you know what, okay, gonna share that with the world now. 
Nether Eye. Well, that that's a new uh, that's a new one. Uh, I haven't seen a an asshole ever called a Nether Eye before. Like I have seen dragon egg laying stuff before. I've seen tentacle egg laying stuff before, but you know, I didn't expect it to be here. And I also didn't expect it to be in a fix so short. I was like, what could they possibly do with 300 words? They did a lot. They kind of did a lot. Okay. So yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our final two selections. This one has a thing called figging that I'd never heard of until now. People will just put anything up their asses, I guess. So of course, this starts with Cinderella fucking something up and the stepmother deciding that since regular punishment hasn't worked, she has to try something special. Because is there really another way to start Cinderella smut? Not really. The stepmother instructs Cinderella to lift up her skirt so she got her pussy out. She's not allowed to wear underwear because porn, I guess. And she's like, oh shit, about to get spanked. But the stepmother instead puts a ginger root into her vagina, which apparently burns really bad. There are 435 works tagged as figging on AO3. Who knew? Who knew that so many people got off the thought of putting ginger roots up people's asses? Then the stepmother shoves a second ginger root up her ass. Then we get to spanking. And when the stepmother leaves, Cinderella's just lying on the floor and she's like, hey, I have to pull these ginger roots out of my ass and pussy. And she starts to go for it, but then she's like, oh, that feels kind of good. I enjoy the intensity of it. And she just masturbates with the ginger root and quote, her moans as musical as her singing. Man, I hope at least they wash those ginger roots. I uh, don't want her getting an infection from that. So yeah, uh, figging is a thing. The more you know, that's, that's why I wanted to cover this. I know it was pretty brief, but uh, yeah, that's a thing. Okay, so let's get to our last fic, and you know it's gonna be good if it has nipple torture in the tags. This one starts like the other one where Cinderella fucked something up and the evil stepmother's gonna come sexually abuse her as punishment. So she has underwear in this one, so points for that, but the stepmother makes her take it off and starts playing with her titties and fingering her. And then she gets clothes pins and puts them on Cinderella's nipples. And this is what it says about that, quote, a sharp pain shot through Cinderella's chest, expanding throughout her whole body as the pin was placed on her nipple. She cried out, trembled violently, as she tried to accept this new pain. She lost track of time, only to come back, just as she felt stepmother attach another pin to her other nipple. Now I had to wonder, does it really hurt this much to get your nipple clamped? I don't think I own any clothes pins, which are wooden, but I do have binder clips, which are made of like metal or plastic or something so it probably hurts a little more than wood but cinderella also got her nipples twisted a little before the stepmother put the pins on whereas i did not so we're just gonna say that canceled out so yeah uh i i in fact put binder clips on my nipple to fact check this fic because what can i say i'm dedicated to my craft and it was not pleasant it did indeed hurt but i did not almost black out from the pain it was quite manageable in fact I think I'd fucking rather wear nipple clamps than have my boyfriend bite me every time he explores my body because that motherfucker loves to use his teeth. So yeah, this was very exaggerated, in my opinion. 
So the stepmother adds more and more pins and she leaves them on for a while, which okay, I didn't try that. I only left on one pin for like 10 seconds. I'm dedicated, but I'm not that dedicated. I'm also not dedicated enough to shove a ginger root up my pussy. And she just makes Cinderella sit with her pussy out and she's like touching herself to it. She's like, oh yeah, the submissive little slut. <laughs> and then what's with the hairbrushes in this episode and getting spanked with them and shoving them up people's pussies? Cause Snow White be paddling the dwarves asses with that. Now the stepmother's doing that to Cinderella, put it in her pussy. Do y'all just not have dildos, cucumbers, bananas, any other phallic objects, ginger roots? Lastly, the stepmother shoves the brush up Cinderella's ass and just leaves her there with it still inside her. And then it just closes out with Cinderella daydreaming about the plot of Cinderella and this bitch can basically tell the future she's like yeah fairy godmother will give me a dress and a prince will fall in love with me at the ball she's fanciful wishes and not like that'll ever happen so yeah uh nipple torture it's a bad time but maybe not as bad as this fic makes it out to be well that's all I got time to go shove a ginger root up my pussy see y'all later so today we covered Bed Right by After Andalasia, Nice Her for Sharing by Okapi, True Love's Kiss Wasn't Enough by Silver Underscore Galaxy, In Which the Dragon Gets the Prince in the End by Anonymous, Night and Day at Cinderella Till She's Very Very Dizzy by Tentacle Kitten, and If the Punishment Fits by Keen Wolf. The Bar is Low is on Instagram. You can find us at The Bar is Low with an underscore in between each word. Follow us. You'll know what's coming up next. If you have a fic to suggest, feel free to get in contact with me. And if you want to drop a rating or review on iTunes, that'd be real cool. I'm not going to beg you for five stars. Give me however many damn stars you think I deserve. And as always, I'm your pal, Winchy Gestaticus. This is The Bar is Low. Thank you for joining me. And that's all for today.